0: Hey guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach, but more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member, and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I want to grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome all. So I noticed that one of the... Most challenging things for me to do is to fully lean into and connect to the idea of what I felt, or what I feel, is called upon me in my life to do, to express, to become. And I find that more times than not, it's easier for me to connect to the idea of being less than or falling short of that. Desire or that vision that's been placed in my mind and then in my heart. I find it much easier for me to play small. I find it much easier for me to assume everything but that big, outlandish to most vision and goal. You know, and it's something that I've drawn more attention to in these last couple years and just thinking about, like, you know, I used to always say, and I still say it to my clients, where You know, you're trying to inspire and help create a connection to whatever someone's going through. And ultimately, the vision that they want, the balance that they want in their lives or in their careers or in their relationships. And oftentimes what you're trying to do is find certain things that they find inspirational or certain callings that they have or certain things that may be driving certain actions and behaviors. And when you find those powerful ones, those things that are deeply embedded within them that can serve as tools to illuminate the path ahead. I always ask them the challenge of, if I were to give you the homework assignment of going home and removing those from you, would you be able to do it? And oftentimes, of course, they come to the truth, which is, no, I couldn't control whether or not I removed certain passions and, certain things that intrigue me certain things that inspire me if i were to go home and choose to or try to choose to remove those things i could not and then i usually respond by saying well then one would assume that those things have been placed in you for a reason and i truly believe that and i think when i look at me and my life when i look at what i want to accomplish how i want to leave the world how i want my work to Not only continue to impact the people that i get a chance to work with personally but the vision that i have to travel the world to write literature to inspire millions of people that vision comes from some place much deeper than ego much deeper than self-acknowledgement much deeper than praises or the possessions that come along with it it's a certain calling that i feel very connected to when I'm alone, when I'm with myself. I see it clear. And then when I get out and I participate and connect to the world, I start second guessing that or I don't feel as confident claiming what I know to be true. And that's just being completely honest. So what I do instead, I find lesser goals or a way of watering down my vision well, why? Well, I, mean, I don't need to accomplish this or I don't need to work towards that. I need to kind of be a bit more realistic and play a little bit further down. And I'm just realizing that because as I try to be more intentional with my life, as I try to be more intentional with my work, but how I'm showing up, I understand that I owe a large responsibility to what I feel has been placed in me. My responsibility is to be unapologetically... Passionate about creating that which I feel called to create by Becoming that which I feel called to become and I know that these experiences these losses these wins the uphills and the downhills are all part of the beautiful journey that we each go through that makes us and Illuminates the path for us and I think the more we can do that the more awareness we can shift into that the greater potential we have at creating those and turning those into reality. And one of the ways that, you know, I felt inspired to share that today is because I came across a word and I realized that this word um, is something that resonates with me because I realized it's one of the ways that I sabotage that vision of myself in my life. Like I told you, um, one of the things I'm gonna start doing is trying to find ways to highlight the power and the beauty of words now understandably these podcasts are kind of like recorded and stored on file so they are not necessarily always in descending order so you may i may post a podcast after this that was recorded a couple weeks ago so it may not have a word for that podcast so don't, i don't want you to think that i'm not being a person of my word um, a man of my word um when i say this but what i do want to do just opposed to those recordings that were already recorded a couple weeks ago that are on my computer that I haven't shared yet. My vision is to, with every podcast, to create a connection between the podcast and the word. Or sometimes the word will just be something that fills. I just fill in my meditation and my practice and my work. Um, so the word for today is discipline. Discipline. You know, I acknowledge and I'm aware that everything that I see in my vision for my life, everything that I want to do, everything that I want to create, everything that I hope to be able to share, um, the legacy that I hope to leave and build is on the complete flip side of discipline. You know, the lack of discipline is one of the ways that I sabotage myself. And I often say it's because I'm a perfectionist, but I also think that pers- you know, if I were to just pull that back a couple layers, with, and I can't remember where I read this, but you know, something to the extent that someone who operates constantly from that place of not doing or accomplishing things because of being a perfectionist, um, that person is operating more out of fear than that of Um, than anything else the fear of and not turning out the same a certain way the fear of making mistakes on the journey the fear of whatever that fear may be so i realized that for me one of the ways that i sabotage myself is definitely procrastination but another more powerful way that i sabotage my calling the responsibility i have with this purpose is through not being as disciplined as i can be sometimes or as i should be especially in respect of what I feel called to do, what I feel called to create. So one of the things I recently decided about a week ago is that I'm no longer going to allow the lack of discipline to prevent me from creating that which I feel called to create. So creating more structure more discipline with my recordings on my podcasts, on my videos, starting my monthly membership program this month, something that I've been putting off for the last six months. <laughs> so just having the discipline to follow through, having the discipline to follow through on what I know is my truth. And I think a lot of times wherever we are in life, what we have to acknowledge or what we have to connect to, or what are the things that are sabotaging or preventing us from leaning into that which we feel passionate or called to do. So when you look up discipline, The first thing you see is the practice of training people to obey rules or code of behavior using punishment to correct the disobedient. Number two, a a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. So there's two there, right? First one, the practice of training people to obey rules or code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. You know, so discipline could. And I wonder if that resonates with you. I have to be honest that neither of those, neither of those definitions, really resonate with me at this moment. I think for me, where I look at it, when I see discipline, it's like it's it's less about obeying rules or a code of conduct, and it's more about honoring a commitment that I made or a commitment that I'm making to myself, to the work, to my purpose. So for me, you know, again, a lot of times I think it's important to lean into words, but also be truthful about what you feel you're experiencing in that moment. And whereas I don't resonate with either of those definitions, I powerfully resonate with the word. And that word to me right now speaks more in terms of my commitment and my relationship with myself. Being able to follow through on those things that I know are important for me to do that are going to put me in better position to more powerfully leaning to my purpose and my truth. So that's my word for the day. Discipline. You know, today I want to talk a little bit about a recent conversation that I had with a client who, you know, like most, like many, I feel like a lot of people are shifting into a new space right now. And it's a very powerful, beautiful, inspiring thing to see. And this beautiful spirit as she's transitioning into this new season, there's so much excitement about what this potential opportunity is going to bring and how she's going to be able to use this as a vehicle for her purpose now that she has that and it's becoming clear to her. You know, we set the stage through our work um, really expanding expanding upon what this opportunity meant and all the things that she's been doing and aligning and flowing into since our last conversation. And during the midst of that conversation, we brought in two questions, or I brought in two questions that I felt were very powerful, so much to where I actually asked several questions or several clients after my meeting with this one particular client, the same thing. Because each one of those individuals were also flowing into a new space of their life, into a new opportunity, into a new journey. And the first question was, what is the thing about this new opportunity or this new experience that excites you the most? What is the thing about this new opportunity situation that excites you the most? And the reason why I think that's such a powerful question to kind of shift our mindset or to anchor on, because a lot of times we could be excited just about almost about anything or be excited just about excited about a new opportunity period and sometimes we're in such a space where we just want to experience something different or something new and we rush towards or we jump towards something that seems to break up the, the mundaneness of just our normal or routine existence so a lot of times there's a lot of excitement in doing things that are just different in some ways outside of what we're Conditioned to do, which there's no harm in that, which is actually, you know, there's a look there's beauty in that as well. But I think when you're flowing in complete alignment and flowing in sync with your ultimate purpose and you're creating opportunities and you're starting these new, new journeys, that if you can become clear with why you're excited or the reason behind your excitement as it relates specifically to this path. As you're going on this journey you can remind yourself to connect back to those whys behind your excitement because the reality is is that when we embark on a new journey emotions sway right no matter the opportunity at some point it may shift to start feeling like work there may be someone in that experience that you have resistance towards there may be some parts of this opportunity you may not be taken into consideration that may show up as a resistance at different points throughout the path and if you have a powerful connection and you're reminded about the things and the reasons behind your excitement for this opportunity it can serve powerfully throughout those moments of self-doubt, throughout those moments where you feel lost, throughout those moments where you're feeling a bit fatigued from the opportunity so I find there's a lot of power in asking yourself that question and becoming clear about where that excitement is coming from, especially as it relates to the opportunity. And the second equally powerful question that we held space for was what will it cost? What will this opportunity cost? And we're not talking about life, financially what it will cost, but more importantly, emotionally, spiritually, physically. What time? Time away from loved ones, time away from home. Like, what is the cost? What is the cost? What cost will it take for you to embark on this new journey to lean into this new space powerfully? And that's an important question for a lot of obvious reasons, but I think For me, what shows up when I ask myself that question as it pertains to the path that I'm on, is that if I go into every opportunity with a clear understanding of what it will cost, there's no surprises. And even when there are surprises, I understand that oftentimes, if I go into it knowing that everything costs something, every opportunity costs something, I can be aware of when that begins to lean more in the direction of, going over that which I'm willing to pay for this opportunity, whether it's the time, whether it's the emotional equity, but I can also be aware of what I'm willing to surrender or what I'm willing to give up for this opportunity. And by being and acknowledging that which you're going to have to surrender to or that which you're going to give and it creates a certain level of consistent value that you understand that this opportunity. There's there's two ends to the opportunity. There's two ends to how blessed I now feel about the opportunity. One, I'm excited to be able to flow more deeply into my purpose in this way, and then secondarily, I take the opportunity with much more impact because I know what it's costing me. I know the willingness behind what I'm willing to put forth for this opportunity. So then I add. And it adds into the respect and the value and the appreciation I have for the cost or for that which I'm paying for this opportunity, so to speak. So I want to just leave you with those two questions. If you're anywhere in your life where you're shifting into creating something different, something new for yourself, and as exciting as it is, I want you to just kind of go on that journey and ask yourself those two questions. What's specific? What specific elements or what what specific things do you look forward to the most or are the things that excite you the most about this opportunity? Try to see if you can arrive at clarity with that. And then ask yourself, what will it cost you? Outside of monetarily, we're not talking monetarily here, but if that applies, cool. But ask yourself, what will it cost you? Cheers. Hey, guys, welcome to the Fahim Mujahid podcast. I'm your host, Fahim Mujahid. I'm a mental conditioning and human performance coach. But more than that, I'm a father, husband, family member and friend who draws a lot of inspiration and passion from pouring into other people. Listen, I've been on this journey of self-evolution myself, and I find that with each opportunity, if one's passionate enough, you can find ways to not only enrich the lives of others, but find your way to your true north. I find so much inspiration from growing and learning and doing whatever I can to expose my own wounds so that we can collectively heal together. What I want for this podcast is an opportunity for me to use it as my offering, to shifting the energy, the focus, the consciousness of the world that we're all experiencing, the world that we're all living in. It's a place that I wanna grow with you so that we can all grow and become the best versions of ourselves. Welcome all.